Jake went on a full, I was worried about this. You went on an adventure. Well, because here's what happened. So I'm going on a date after, okay, so I, so I. A little antsy. I, these pillows are, well, I don't know, I'm we don't know why they're here, but them. oh, I'm obsessed. Um, nothing is better than a toy pillow. This, I think the best feeling in the world. I should, I really want to be pregnant just so I could have this little <laughs> shelf. Um, wait, what was I saying? Oh. What if this was my, I, <laughs> what if I was pregnant and it was this bumpy? What would you say to me? <laughs> anyway yeah the thing i was gonna say was i so i i scheduled a date after this but tonight is my apartment my me and my two roommates and our friend are decorating the whole apartment for christmas cute putting up the tree da 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 and they were like let's do a champagne like christmas thing and i was like i'll go get the champagne i was supposed to get it yesterday i was supposed to get it on monday when i was coming back from the train my roommate was like don't do it monday we'll drive in tuesday okay we completely forgot to do that got it and so then this morning i was like or last night i was like fuck i have to get the champagne and there's no time because we had a double recording and then i have a date after this and then i have to be home for this party mm -hmm. so i was like oh i'll just run on the break it's in the east village we're in chinatown i can do this yeah and i did it actually worked out literally perfectly and Christmas then there was a whole there was a huge problem because I was like fuck because I'm going to go on this date with the champagne and then I'm going to come home with three bottles of unchilled champagne and it takes a long time to chill champagne so then I was like I don't know what to do and so I just texted the three bottles to my roommates and I was like hey this is what we got and I got nice bottles but then I was like they're not going to be children when we get home and then he was like leave them at the restaurant I'll go pick them up because I bought them from the restaurant I used to work at so I, he was like, and so now they're sitting there. Who is drinking the champagne? Just your roommates? Or are you me, having people? Me, my roommates, and our friend, the four of us. And then, this is the best part. Okay. Because he's picking that up. I don't have to go on this date with a backpack. A backpack about, fucks everything I was about to have to go on a first date with a backpack. Yeah, that sucks. And now I don't have to. But I do get to go with this giant, because today's fucking cold. And yeah. I just want to quickly take advantage of this podcast. Wait, am I allowed to do this because of Brant? Donic DKNY sent me a parka. Yeah. That is the nicest. It's so nice. It's the hottest. It's actually like, it's one of those parkas that's like, I have to take it off the second I get inside because it's like, when, when I'm outside, I'm literally not cold. I have to wonder why I haven't received one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donna, are you mad at Talia? Um, is Donna Karen Jewish? Sounds Jewish. I'm. She might be Jewish. You should. Come <laughs> on. I I deserve that. Thank I you, DKNY, for keeping me warm this winter. Um, it's it's a really nice coat. It's, it's really nice. I hate that it's cold out. Yeah, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I fucking hate that. Well, it's cold the worst out. part about the cold is when it for me inside is disgusting. Everywhere you go, you have to bundle up, and then you walk in, and it's <gasps> you're like dry yeah, heaving hot it. air. I hate it. I hate, I hate, it. hate, it. hate I it. Hate it. Um, what what were oh oh oh? I was just gonna say. That you and I could not be more different because the way I would have two bottles lukewarm of $5 Trader Joe's champagne sitting on the table tonight, really? an hour late. Like, I just like the amount of effort you're going to, to, I guess it should be considered that you know alcohol better than I do and the quality of it. But the effort you went to, to provide this nice drink for people that you live with, you're not even having a party. No, but it's like they're You're cooking a really so nice dinner. Nice. They're not charging me. That. It's like it's, that's my that's my contribution. Yeah, I guess and so. also and also it's one of like my bougiest things. I do really like really nice champagne. Yeah, it's one of the few things that like I don't really think I think that like really expensive vodka or like really expensive tequila, mm, some tequila, but like really expensive like liquor is kind of like whatever to me. And you can kind of find like cheaper ones that are but champagne is good. Champagne is champagne to me. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, it's special. It's it to me. It's so special. It's the first alcohol I ever tried. I remember when I was. I think a kid. that's really common because a lot of people do it at the wedding. At toast. a wedding, yeah, I think exactly. Like, I was like, I think a kid it was mine. To, actually, no, the no. I think champagne was the first thing I ever tasted. The first thing I ever got drunk on was hypnotic. What do you not know? What hypnotic is hypnotic. It's really concerning. It's spelled H Y P O N I T I Q. Okay, hypnotic. Um, and it is opaque and like neon blue. Um, and I remember like my cousins let me drink it at a 4th of July party and I truly thought I was like the coolest person in the world out of a red solo cup. I was like 14, 13. And then like I spent years cause like I didn't get drunk again for like a year or two after that. Right. I remember for years telling everyone like, well, like the greatest thing you could ever drink is hypnotic. Like I was like, I truly thought it was the greatest. And then when we were like older, I convinced my friend who was 21 to buy it. And I like ruined the party cause everyone took a sip and was like, 
oh my god oh, <laughs> it's really bad. i'm sorry it's, i remember feeling invincible because i thought that i had been drinking a lot when i was like a senior in high school like i thought that a shot or two of whatever we were drinking was like yeah. i'm like everyone I'm can't handle their I'm liquor yeah. yeah and then in college I tried some, I, because I thought it was so invincible and because before you've ever thrown up from liquor, liquor doesn't taste as bad. It doesn't give you those traumatic triggering like body memory, muscle memory. I unfortunately have not really ever had of that, but. I, alcohol tastes disgusting to me. Like I can barely drink it. I have to kind of like knock it back and hold my nose closed. But even, I try. Like, even like a margarita? It's like, I don't, I prefer. I know you're not much of a drinker, but like. I just even hate like a, the taste of alcohol. Like I hate it, but like I get like in a margarita. Does that is that yeah? Wow. Okay. Like cool. I would love a virgin margarita if it could give me the effect. Like I would prefer to drink that. Yeah. I never understand when people like want to drink alcohol because it tastes better. Wine? Like it makes a drink. Yeah. Like I, I'll yeah. drink wine because I want to feel loose. Like I want to. I, I want to have a little edge off. I don't drink it because I think it tastes good at all. I think it tastes disgusting. But anyways, I got this giant. Um, you know they used to have Costco liquor at the frat parties because they would Kirkland. buy it in bulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kir Kirkland Vitali vodka, yeah. which is disgusting. It's sewer water, but I <laughs> would chug it like crazy because I didn't have a reaction to it yet, and I could just uh... knock it back. And I remember chugging it out of the bottle. That was the first time <laughs> I ever got like truly drunk. Discovered I was a lightweight threw up like probably should have gotten my stomach pumped somehow survived the night that's really tough and i was nicknamed vitalia for a couple months oh, after that no. wait it's i'm fine. gonna we're gonna pause the podcast because this is on camera lipstick on your teeth lipstick on my teeth Lips lipstick on your teeth we don't have to pause it that we should know that we ugh, how much was on it was my actually teeth. a really small amount but we're on camera okay sorry everyone no it was so smart mild thank you for letting Smile. me know we're good you're true friend I know I am. Oh my God! Thank you. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Welcome. Shout out. I didn't, didn't want to stop. No, thank you. That's not even our like producer. Like they they know that we always fuck this up. <laughs> He's like a rotating guy who <laughs> rotates the podcast here. And he knows we're bad at it. He knows we're bad thank at you, this. Thank you for basic training. <laughs> thank you for the basic training. Welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. And a podcast for people that hold their fucking liquor, bitch. But you don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Wait. What? What? Wait. Oh, but I like. I also like like hosting like i like make trying to make something nice like i feel yeah. like there's something fun about that especially because you know there's something fun about that yeah i had like more than two people at a time in my apartment over for the first time ever like literally a couple weeks ago it threw me off a lot it's never happening again oh okay. i don't host i don't i don't like when people are in my space i get that it's just gross especially men do you actually feel like it's like a dirty thing like a germs thing or is it just like it feels no like it's like i just i'm so worried all the time like i just I just feel like, what are you seeing? How are you interpreting my space differently than I do? You know what I mean? Have I you ever worried so. that, like when I was a kid one time, of, I think my house smells good and I've never gotten a complaint, but everyone's family has like a smell in their house. Like it's like their house's smell. I know, it's so crazy. Like I can associate, like you would walk into like different friends' houses and be like, okay, so this is what Talia's house smells like. Right, exactly. It's so crazy. And I would always worry because I could notice it with other people. Yeah. What is mine? And I had a friend come over and say like, mm, you have like a smell, but she was like, it's not like a bad smell, but your house has like, like the way that Talia's house smells. And she referred to it and other people were like, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh my God. And it's ever kind of since crazy it's traumatized it, me. Well, it's, but what's funny about it is it's just that you don't know the names of smells when you're a kid. So it's like, the reality is like your house might have smelled like cedar. Yeah. But you don't know what cedar is. So you're like, that's Talia's house. And like, one else house probably just smelled like the fucking Bath and Body Works cotton candle, but you didn't know about the Bath and Body Works cotton candle, so you were like, "That's what Michelle's house smells like." Right. You know. I or have like, this one friend whose house smelled like um, I still can't place it. I know what my mom's house smells like because it was a hundred percent fabric softener, like a hundred percent, like like laundry product. Like my mom right. is a laundry queen. When I was home for Thanksgiving, the first night I was home, my stepdad always makes some sort of Italian dish. It's usually eggplant parm, chicken parm, or pasta bajol. Okay. It was eggplant parm this time. For literally, for, like I'm, I've been home for like four hours. We start eating dinner. My third bite of dinner, I roll a piece of pasta, absolutely covered in sauce, down my entire shirt. Best thing I could have possibly done. It gave. It meant the entire week I was home. My mom was trying to get a stain out of a shirt. It's her the, her greatest joy in life. I think she watched it like six times. Like fully got it out. Like she's like trying different methods. I'm getting an update every day. Like she's coming in. She's like, okay, so here's where the stains at. Like she's showing me. Like, <laughs> we have the same mom. It's like she literally like loves it. And I was like. 
I was like, I should just like the second I get home, like smear food on my shirt and be like, mommy. And like no, no, she, she just like literally loves it. Oh, my mom, I, my mom pretends not to like it, but I know that she does like oh, no, having this project. Like activated. People like in college, people used to call my mom and be like, mom, I got this. Or like, Jill, I got this on my shirt. Like, what do I do? My mom like loves it. I love that about yeah, her. She's a stain queen. My mom denies it, but I know that she likes it. She, I, so I came back, she's doing my laundry, which she says, oh, it's my pleasure. But like she, she acts like she has like a shitty attitude about it. But then she's like, that's so funny. she's like lugging it around the house. Like, oh, I can't believe how much shit she has. And she's like, honey, you want me to do your laundry? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? So she's doing my laundry. And there was, remember when I told you the story about going on Natalie Cuomo's podcast that day, those yeah. two days where I like just forgot to put in a fucking tampon <laughs> and I'm like bleeding. Like it's just, I thought I was going to throw out these jeans, but I tossed them in because I was just packing without thinking mm-hmm. and they were there, but I had every intention of throwing them out. Like they're not savable. They're, yeah, they're yeah. really, it's bad. My mom of course finds them and she's, she's like, like updating me, but not in an enthusiastic way. She's like, all right. And I'm like, mom, I was going to throw them out. And she's like, okay, so here's where I'm at with the stain. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you just my. throw them away. I'll buy new, they're like Zara jeans. She's like, no, they're hanging. Like every day I walk in through Absolutely. the back door and there's like period stained jeans hanging on our fence. And she's like, do you see? Do you see where I got? Do you see how good it's looking? Do you see? And the she's neighbors like, are like. <laughs> she's the opposite of her, your mom. She's like, do you see it? Do you fucking see it? Do you see? It? And she's like waiting for me to say thank you. She's like, see how good oh, I did? See it? But like in an enthusiastic God. way where I know that she's having fun. She's not trying to shame me. No, but, but it's she's just, like, it's a bit. look at this. Look at look how good I did. I'm like, you I, see how I did. I know you like. Should I just like soil pants every time I come <laughs> for you to fix them? She like loves displaying them. She's like, and by the end of the trip, I was wearing the jeans again. That's so it was pretty magical. Amazing. Um, the other thing that is amazing. So, like, I'm from such a small town. Yeah. So my sister, this I this this update was received this morning. So. Yeah. I guess my sister tried to ship me my birthday present. My birthday was like, you were there like three weeks or whatever. Yeah. And, or like a month ago now, she tried to ship me a birthday present. Okay. And I think it got like returned to sender or something. Like the address was fucked up or something. Sure. Well, no, I do believe, because of where you we live. Yes. Because. That's my excuse all the time. Oh, okay. Either way, I don't. I've been promising to send my ex his baby mama's birthday, or not birthday, um, his present, her present, like for having the babies since August. Okay. I haven't. And what? I just keep telling him it keeps getting lost in the mail. That's really funny. He knows you're lying. <laughs> um, she, I think, actually genuinely did. So whatever. So she instead had it sent. She strategically had it sent to my mom's to ideally get delivered when I was home for Thanksgiving. So I could just get it there. Yeah. So then she was like, she the it was supposed to get delivered the day I was leaving. So we were like hoping it would arrive before I left. And then she texted me when I was at the gym in the morning. And she was like, Hey, it just said it got delivered. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll get it when I get home. Mm-hmm. And then I get back to my mom's place and there's no package. And I was like, oh, fuck, did it get stolen? And then my mom was like, no, sometimes it get, like it gets delivered after the notification. Like, I'll just, I'll, I'll mail it to you when it gets delivered. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So my sister texted me this morning and was like, so it did get delivered, but it got delivered to the wrong address and it got delivered to the building like up and across the street, which is the... <laughs> the office of the lawyer that represented my dad in my parents' divorce, where my mom now has to go pick up my birthday present. No. <laughs> That's so funny. Like 20, what, like tw- like 23, 24 years later, being like, hi, hi. you actively tried to ruin my life. No. <laughs> Give me my son's birthday present. Oh my God. <laughs> That's kind of funny on your sister's part. Like, my mom, apparently, because like, I don't know the name of the lawyer that represented right. my, my my dad in the divorce. I don't give but a shit. But it's like a funny scheme. But, like so, but apparently she... my sister texted me like, hey, I, like, oh, no, apparently the law offices called my mom was like, or they called my dad. Okay. Because my, they're my dad's client, and it was the same last name. And they were like, Did, do you have a son named Jake who, like, got a package delivered here? And he was like, what the fuck? And then he was like, it says it's from Madison. And so then they called my dad called my sister and was like, why did you send a package to my lawyer? And my sister was like, I, I didn't. And then we figured out like, oh, it's across the street from mom's house. Like it's Jake's birthday present. So my sister calls my mom and is like, can you go pick up this package? And she's like, that's who represented your father in the divorce. That's insane. <laughs> what if it started like, I'm thinking in terms of Hallmark movies, like what if it started like a love affair? I mean, I love my stepdad so much. So that would be really bad. Okay, I forgot about your stepdad. But wouldn't that be kind of fun if your mom was single and then she fell in love with the lawyer? That would be fun if she started dating the You'd lawyer. You'd be like Harry and and Charlotte. Remember? The divorce lawyer from Sex City? 
Ever? Oh, sorry. I thought when you said Harry, I thought you meant Prince Harry. And then Charlotte, I was like, who's Charlotte? His kid? Yeah, that's no, why I got confused. No, William's kid. Yeah. Thoughts on see, Harry and Meghan? Did you see the picture of like the two people they cast as Harry and William in The Crown? Yeah, I watched The Crown already. Oh, okay. Did you like it? I don't watch The Crown. Oh, did you see the casting? I did. What do you think? I just think it was like the most like British looking people in the world. Like I That's, just always yeah. laugh. It's just they're so. The casting is insane in that show, though. I know. Typically, like the person they got for Camilla, part of me is like, I cannot believe there's another person out there who looks exactly like Camilla. That's very <laughs> unfortunate because of, you know, the way Camilla is regarded in the media. Like, what a shitty person to look like. Like, that's yeah. like, not a good celebrity doppelganger. Um, but that person, that actress, I, that's her. Yeah, it's kind that's of crazy. her. Elizabeth, I did watch the clips of Elizabeth Debicki as She's Diana, so and good. it's incredible. She's so The first girl was good. good, too, but I feel like because I know, I, I remember that Diana because I was yeah. alive. Vaguely. You were alive same time as Princess Diana. Princess Diana died. My earliest, so my earliest memory that I really have is going to my sister, going to the hospital when my sister was born. Okay. I was two and a half, which is like very early. Very for, young. But I remember it because she was like in the, my sister was like in the NICU when she was born. So she was like in a box and like my mom let me eat her Sunday on her hospital food. And I like sat on the bed with her. Got it. It's like flashes. It's not right. like a crystal clear memory, but I do remember it. Yeah. And then I remember like my sister, I remember her bringing the baby home and I remember like helping my mom clean like the umbilical cord nub that you clean when a baby comes. So like I have right. very specific memories from a very, very early age. Right. And then, and like I have very early memories from like from then on. And one of them is princess diana dying Weird. i remember princess diana dying i remember like everyone freaking out i remember my mom watching the funeral and crying it was like so but i was sad. like because was it 98 i think 97 so i was like five or six or six i was like yeah i was like five right um, damn really early memories i my big celebrity death i remember michael jackson but i was in a primark in madrid when kobe bryant died and I was in line and I remember all the registers, like the way that it, it would snake around and you'd have like 20 registers. So everyone's in line and you see a bunch of people standing in line in front of you, facing you. And all of a sudden, you know, it's it they're all speaking in Spain. Spanish. Wow. That's how big of a deal it was. Wow. Everyone's speaking Spanish. It's late at, it's like 9 p.m. And you just see everyone stop and look at the front, all the cash register people. Whoa. And they're all like talking to each other and they're speaking so quickly in Spanish and mumbling I can't hear them but all I can hear is Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant I'm like what the fuck is going on and I check my phone I could not believe it like stopped time in the most popular shopping street in Madrid it Whoa. was insane like everyone stopped that's crazy it was so so crazy it's always jarring when you realize like how like the disconnect between how big not American celebrities can be in other countries and like like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like I wouldn't think that that would happen in Madrid. I know. But like of course. Well, I think he also played basketball in Spain, in Spain or Italy. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Like he, I, I don't know. He spoke Wait, Spanish. Wait, what's your earliest memory? Like, what do you feel like you have a grasp of that? Mine's so specific that it's easy. I remember. Um, I always think it might be. I think I have memories that are from earlier than this, but the one that I know my age, I was in kindergarten. That's five. That's young. Okay, so we can go back further because I can remember preschool. I remember in preschool, I bit this kid. Or no, he bit me. He bit me. I had a crush on him. He bit me on the neck. Ah. Have I not told the story on the podcast? No, okay. I've never heard this. He bit me on the neck really hard. Like his mom had to bring me a little present the next day. I remember she brought me oh a my pink God. poodle-shaped purse with candy inside of it. Good present. Yes. But he bit me and I had such a big crush on him that I was like trying to prove myself to him by like stealing one of his toys and he bit me instead. And <laughs> oh then years later, I was at a party in junior year of high school and a guy comes up to me. He's like, do you have a scar on your neck? I was like, what? And he's like, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. I bit you. I'm like, no fucking way, it's you. And he invited me to his high school formal and we became friends. And when I went with him to his dance. Stop. Yeah. Years and years later. And I saw him last week at a Thanksgiving, like a blackout Wednesday party. Oh my God. That's so fun. It was, it's not so funny. I love that. That's one of my earliest memories is the biting. I remember washing. This was also fucked up. I remember washing my hands in the sink at my preschool after the sandbox, which you're explicitly not allowed to do, but I think I was like testing limits and stuff. Like I just wanted to see you're what would happen. One of your earliest rem memories is being a little shit. Being a shit, yeah. <laughs> and I wash my hands, 
and it clogged the the sand yeah. clogged the sink and they had to get the plumber and they're going around at nap time i think like on a witch hunt trying to figure out who did this that's and i was so... like staying silent i but i think that's why those memories stand out to me Absolutely. is because i knew i was doing something wrong and i was like learning those lines and boundaries yeah and no, wanted that's, i mean to, that yeah that's why they would stick out that's, that's why i remember them out. those are like my three memories well here's the thing speaking of memories we have a very exciting thing happening this episode that's never happened before. Oh, somebody called in with an update. We have an update. We have our first basic training update. Yes, please do this. So this I've is, while well, Talia pulls it up, let's just say this. Yeah. We we are very much interested. The podcast isn't going long enough now that we're ready for updates. Yeah, we're ready. If you are one of like our, like if you if we have played one of your calls, then you are special to us and you mean the world to us. And we want to hear updates, yeah. especially if you've been one of the ones that we like really freaked out over. Let's please call, call get, in. Let's get an update. Yeah. Like, DM an update if you don't feel like calling again, but a call in update. If we get enough, we might do an all update episode, like That's a fun. like a an end of the year or like beginning of the new year sort of like season like reflection of like all all um, updates. Yeah. But we have to get enough updates. If not, we'll just pepper them throughout, and that'll be fine too. But yeah. we would love just calling them through updates. Yeah. Amen. And on that note, here we go. Okay. So I don't know how I don't know how to begin this. It's a cute little update. Okay. We're updating. Previously, talked about my best friend dating my brother. Yes. After I said, hey, let's not. Let's not partake in that for a second time. And she didn't, of course. That's, that's the whole reason why I called. And previously, I had said, but I don't want to, like, completely and totally drop her as a friend. And you guys were saying, oh, yeah, you could totally just, like, I don't know, like, ask for, like, a little bit of space. Like, you don't have to, like, completely rob her as a friend. So I, I did. I didn't ask her for any space. In fact, I didn't tell her about any of this at all. I didn't communicate with this with her at all because I'm a bad friend. I don't know what more to tell you. So you um, didn't take our advice? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I didn't tell her at all. And now it's kind of gotten to the point where I can't really be her friend anymore. And so now I'm just kind of looking for a way to like sort of like break the, hey, I don't want to really be friends with you anymore bubble without like completely like destroying her as a person. So. Okay. He landed the plane. I got nervous there. Okay. 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 Love you. You're funny. You're funny. Are you okay? <laughs> Are I mean, you good? It sounds like he was Deep with, with someone. Yeah. And I feel like there might have been a cocktail or like a joint involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what I'll say is this. I don't think you have to tell her. I don't either. Like, just, I just, think it's like, it sounds like you kind of. How close can you really be that? I feel like it's kind of drifted apart. Yeah. Let her ride your brother in peace. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, but please call in with your updates. I want to hear them all. And then you don't have to weave in another question. You can if you want, but we'll also just take raw updates and we'll comment on them. Thank you for the update. Yeah, I think that... Sorry that you lost a friend, a but congrats on your boy, your brother on getting a girlfriend. Wait, wait, wait. What? I forgot to show everyone my hair. Oh yeah, Talia's brunette. It happened. Um. Okay, so right now it actually looks a lot lighter than it was, but... <laughs> <laughs> your poor hairdresser who's like, that's how she's presenting the hair to the world. She gets so pissed at me because she watches me on video and every time she's like, can you please invest in a fucking air wrap or something? Like you're ruining my work. I just Dyson sponsored Talia. <laughs> Seriously, I put it in a bun every day. But um, no, she did like a demi permanent to test it out. And now it's like going to be fully. But it's no, it's dark. It's so like, are you going to put in a permi permi now? Yeah. But it was way darker before. It looks but there's a great. theory. I saw a theory. This is how insane people went on the internet. This is how ready people were to hate me. I saw a theory that was like, Talia Luxine's getting hate on the internet right now. And some people are calling her a privileged blonde girl. So she died. So she dyed her hair. <laughs> Come, are you fucking, are we really doing this right now? First of all, if you lived in New York, you'd know how hard it is to get a fucking hair appointment. This was scheduled <laughs> so long before my soft cancellation. I absolutely did not plan to dye my hair <laughs> and what what solution is that oh people are gonna stop calling me an idiot white girl now they're gonna just call me a brunette <laughs> white girl what next time when the schedule is happening for the full blowout whatever we'll just record immediately after yeah exactly you should have seen it the day after it was cray cray okay i'm excited to see that cray cray how far out is this this is um a month out oh wow yeah it's okay. really dark 
or it was really, really, really dark to me. I've never not had blonde hair. Anyway, so yeah, that's. I'm just saying the record straight. Okay, thank you. <laughs> hey guys, Jake, I love your podcast. One of my girlfriends, who is in her mid thirties, has been really wanting to be monogamous and settle down and start a family. She started seeing this guy about two to three months ago uh, after a lot of bad situations over the last few years. She's in her 30s. He's in his 40s. He has two kids that she already is spending time with and they're getting really close and she's been super happy. Well, I was telling a single girlfriend about this friend and the relationship and she started wondering if it was this other guy that was of the same name and age. She asked if I could get a picture of him because she'd matched with a similar person recently um, and had cut it off after hearing some stuff uh, from other people, some other women about him lying and cheating, uh, pressuring women to not use condoms, uh, being really manipulative. So I asked the dating friend for a picture of him because I know someone who might know him, and she said, I'm not comfortable doing that because at this point I'm really enjoying this relationship and I don't. Uh, want it to get messed up because of something someone else said. If something bad happens, I want to deal with that on my own. Uh, so I told her I respected that boundary, but that if she changes her mind and wants to talk or look into anything, she can reach out to me. Well, fast forward a few weeks, uh, I've seen pictures and can confirm that it's the guy that was questionable, but I decided to honor her requests and not bring it up. But then last week, the single friend He's this guy on Hinge um, and connects with him to see if he's actually active on the app, trying to do some snooping, and they match, and he immediately sends her a message. So she screenshots it and blocks him and tells me. So what do I do? Do I respect my friend's boundary and not say anything? Do I say something anyway because the dude is actively trying to cheat and probably already is? I'd like some guidance. Thank you so much. Love you. That's This is hard. The first thing is... Mm. No, you started talking, so you have to talk. I guess I think what I would do is I would hang out with. I think what I would do. I don't know if this is right, but I think this is what I would do. Okay. Is I would try to hang out with the girl who's dating him. Okay. Bring up monogamy as a conversation point. Like, are you and Todd monogamous? And then if she's like, yes, then now you do know he's cheating for sure, for sure. And then you can be like, okay. I know you said you didn't want this boundary, but I don't feel comfortable knowing that he's cheating on you. You know what I mean? Well, remember what we talked about with Claire and Ashley? That's what I'm saying, where it's like, if, like, I think you need to confirm that it's a problem. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think that you have to float it. It's part of your... Remember what we said, if you know the person well, if you know the person who you think yeah. is being... Is the victim of like a shitty partner. Right. You, it is, you do now have the responsibility to kind of float it over. But yeah. I still don't believe that it's a responsibility to just sit them down and be like, guess what I know and, you know, yeah, deal with it. Totally. You do feel it out and you know this person well. Don't doubt yourself. You're just going to go yeah. in there, have a little conversation. You know how to do this. You have social skills. Come on, just do a little, totally like soft float it. Hi, what's the relationship like? Just like, Bring up something of your own. Sneak it in, just like Jake said, and then you'll know where he stands. Yeah. Where they stand as a couple. And then you can then you can decide if it's worth sharing. But no, yeah. I think that if you didn't know this person, it wouldn't be your responsibility. But. Well, I also think that there's a difference between like like if she's like, I don't want to hear what like has happened with his exes or like in his previous relationships. Like, I don't know that I would that's how I would approach the situation, but I think that there is an argument for like, well, People can change. Like, I don't want to, like, be feeling anxious in my relationship because I know that he did this previously. Like, it, none of what he did. Uh, the pressuring to not use condoms thing is concerning, but, like, technically not assault. Like, obviously, if it was, like, he assaulted a person, it's, like, that's a different conversation. He's just a shitty guy. He's definitely like, a shitty guy. This, it's just day. hard. But she I can think... probably, you know what? If that many people feel this way to the point where it's, like, a thing that you know about yeah. this guy... Do have a female friend of yours do a quick search on Facebook. Are we dating the same guy for your city? Then you tell if you see anything about him, which I guarantee if this many yeah. girls are talking about him, you will. Then you'll A, know if it gets anywhere beyond the condom thing. And B, you will be able to tell her, hey, have you tried looking him up just to see? Because every girl should do that. Vet the guy you're dating. Look him up online. Totally. Look him up on this Facebook. You know about the Facebook page? 
No, but I can kind of guess what it is. I hope it's not a, I don't think it's a, I've seen people make TikToks about this, but um, are we dating the same guy is Facebook pages in different cities where girls can post about guys, not just guys who are like dicks, but guys who have done bad things that you should actively stay away from. Guys who are married, who are pretending that they're not, like guys who are gotcha. notorious on Tinder or whatever. Hinge West for, Caleb vibes. Not yes, that he deserved it. Not West Some Caleb vibes even. Just like guys who are known to be Actual very, scary people. Yeah, yeah, wait, sorry. I actually pushy. really regret using him as an example. No, it's fine. It's that, but that was like a whole thing that was like, he wasn't a valid example. But like, yeah. that's the type of stuff. West Some Caleb is probably a shitty guy, but like, that's the type of stuff you just keep between friends. If this is the type of thing that's like, the girl needs to be informed because he's that bad. Yeah. Like, this is a Facebook page for people who are like, serious serial cheaters causing emotional damage, getting people sent to therapy. Yeah, yeah, Being yeah, pushy yeah. or violent or weirdly sexual, carrying STDs that they're not telling people about. That's what this Facebook page is about. So um, okay. have her check on it. If that many girls are talking about this guy, he's on there. It's, it's like kind of really common. Because sometimes, I feel like I've seen this like rarely in life, but like it does happen where it's like, because he mentioned at the beginning, like she really, like it's very important to her to like get married and start a family. Mm -hmm. I, it makes me so sad, but I feel like there are, like this thing happens in like your 20s or 30s where sometimes girls are like I'm now willing to date shitty guys to get that it's uh, I could talk about this for literally like they actively I feel like you literally see someone be like I have now made the decision that I am willing to be with someone shitty for that and it's like so crazy it's like I don't I don't ever believe that having a person in your life that you that genuinely is adding to it will ever be more less miserable than being lonely like I don't ever to, to be with somebody who, yeah. it, it, there is nothing more saddening to me than seeing all the resources that are available for women now to start their own families, to you know make their own lives without men. Not saying it's easy, but just saying that like we see so much progress being made in yeah. this area of society and to see women still feeling this pressure to like, even though I've made my own life, my own career, I have enough money, I have enough time to raise a child, for example, to have an unconventional single motherhood yeah. lifestyle. I still have the family pressure or the internal pressure yeah. to settle with somebody who is like this guy, notoriously kind of shitty or shows up on these types of fucking Facebook pages or like they just feel this thing to have a nuclear family. It's like they're never fucking happier. And like it just it drives me insane that like maybe this is a thing that we'll just like never overcome. But oh, like I, it, it actually makes me violently angry. I don't get it. And so I, I'm so sick of seeing so many amazing women like waste years of their lives like and and also put themselves in dangerous fucking situations yeah. just for the sake of like my mom really wants me to have a husband and a child by this age it's i better also get it like, done it's also like it's like you're kind of shitty if you're willing to give your kids a shitty father uh, there's all kinds of like is that fucked up to say it no but it depends there's all kinds of things the caveats that you have to consider like it's you could also argue that it's fucked up to give your to bring kids into the world knowingly when you know that you cannot provide for them yet there's all kinds of cultural things you have to consider there's all kinds of whatever like maybe you had kids by accident it doesn't matter like maybe it's everyone technically in my view deserves a child if they really want them yes yet totally. at the same time i'm like if you cannot feed yourself why the fuck are you having a child but can i say across the board that's irresponsible now so it's just there's totally. caveats to every statement no, yeah that's fair it's just too but complicated of a situation to say a it's just too like complicated yeah, no totally but, but i guess i've just never thought about that before when someone's like i'm gonna like have kids with this guy because like he's the best thing i've available but he's a dick it's like yeah, but if you love your kids that you're going to have, like, you you know that you're choosing for their father to be a dick. I, it's it's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. That's just thinking. There was a quote that I heard a couple weeks ago that always really, a couple a couple weeks ago that always stuck with me. No, this was a while ago. But I've been thinking about <laughs> I do it recently. That all the time. All the time. But it's like when somebody was advising her friend who wanted to have a child, um, but they didn't have a husband and was like ready for a kid. They were like, I'm really scared about like doing this with only 50% of like the parents there. Like I need, I'm going to need, I don't have any help. I'm going to be doing this alone. And somebody said, you're not losing 50% of the help. You're losing 10% when you don't have a husband. Like that's so dark. Isn't that sad? But I like, know, it's, it's fucking so true. Dark. And when I envision myself, if I were to ever see myself with a child, I see myself being 10 times happier raising that child alone myself personally yeah. my own knowing me and who i am just knowing it's all on your plate and not having any resentment is going to take so much energy out i just think that i personally would do better as a single mother but i don't know i can't really say that for sure as but someone I'm who just went through the holidays i can tell you more confidently now than i ever can any other time of the year and i feel this way literally all year is i don't want kids 
There you have Woo! it. I don't want kids. <laughs> Woo! My par- my parents were going nuts on me this this week about we. Every time I tell them, I've been saying I don't want kids since I was in fucking middle school, and my parents always act like it's some. What? When you're like a middle oh my God, when you're an only child, forever. It's I think it's when, when you're well, they're pissed that age. I'm like, well, and even if I did have a kid, it would be when I'm like 40, and they're right. like, we don't want to be old grandparents. I'm like, you had me at 38. What is your problem? Yeah, it's, you, it's your fault. You, like you did this. Sorry, 100%. sorry that I want to be just like you. What do you want me to say? I. But they saw me playing with my niece, and they're like, "See how happy you are." I'm like, "Yeah, that was a great hour and a half. I don't yeah, want that child to come exactly. home with me." No. No. Okay, I know for a fact based on the title of it, this next call is going to piss you off. Okay. Hi, Polly and Jake. Um, Hi. I'm going to keep myself anonymous, but I'm from the city, and I'm basically in a failed situation for like going on eight months. So. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I love you guys. Love the pod. Did review. So, you know, doing Thank my you. part. Thank you. I kind of messed up. I was trying to get back at my ex at the time by getting with this really hot guy. Incredible. And I mean, it worked. Like, you know, sex was amazing, yada, yada. But feelings kind of got involved. And it went from like, you know, going and hooking up to like going and spending hours together and playing games and then hooking up. Um, and this would happen like, you know, once a week or, you know, once every two weeks for like months and months to the point where like kind of started getting feelings for each other and forgot about making my ex jealous. It's not a bad thing. Now we're in like month eight and I'm deeply in love with this person. <laughs> I told them that I liked them and they kind of said they liked me back, but nothing really came to it. Like every time we hang out, like he just does like enough, like weed and alcohol amongst other drugs where he'll say like really sweet things like, you know, oh my God, we should go on dates, blah, 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 blah. But like it never like materializes. Uh, so I just feel like it's, you know, he doesn't really mean it. And on top of like for a while now, we've been playing this like text war where like he'll send me like a bunch of like two or three text messages and I'll just ghost him and then reply eventually. And then I'll do the same thing and then he'll ghost me and reply eventually. And now we're at the point where he's quadruple texted me and I'm still kind of pissed off because he didn't answer from the text messages before because I literally triple texted him and I was really upset about that. Um, So I'm just wondering, what should I do? Like, do I tell this person, like, hey, you've kind of disappointed me or just kind of leave it at that because it it doesn't seem like it's really going to go anywhere. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. I have a bunch of journal entries and poems and letters dedicated to someone that probably doesn't love me back the way that I do. And I just need some advice. Thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> my sweet friend, my sweet baby. Take it away, Talia. Girl, the poems, the letters, the fact that you'll even say the word, I'm in love with this guy. You will have so much love to give. Why are we pouring it into him? And here's what I will say. I don't want to be one of those fucking annoying people who's like, now that I have someone who likes me, but something I did learn and not learn. I've I've had this lesson taught to me a billion times and I refuse to learn it every single time. But the difference between a guy who really wants to lock it down with you versus a guy who doesn't is so fucking crystal clear. I'm hanging out with this guy right now and I'm sitting with him and I'm like, he hasn't checked his phone. He wants to make plans as soon as whatever. Like yeah. he, he's just like, you just know, like, I know he, yeah. li- like, you don't, there will be no mixed messages. There is no question when he really wants to date yeah. you or take it to the next level. I'm not saying this guy doesn't like you. There's a reason you guys have been talking and hooking up and texting. You yeah. don't just fuck. Like, you talk. You're friends. You get to know yeah. each other. He does like you. He doesn't like you enough. He's doing drugs when you're around. He's He doesn't want to be fully in it. Like, when I'm, like, you know, this guy, but other people who have, like, really shown me, demonstrated to me that they would be interested and who actually followed through on yeah. that versus guys that I've, like, wasted so much of my time being heartbroken yeah. in a situationship with. Those guys, we laughed. We had fun. But they were checking their phone. They were smoking weed when I was there. They weren't fully present. They wanted to be doing other things with me as a thing 
who was there rather than right. the focus. Whereas guy I'm seeing right now or other people, they will be like, I, I am the sole focus and they cannot wait 100%. to plan the next thing. And there is no question in my mind that he wants to see me. Like, it should not be a question. You should never be waiting for him to text you after multiple messages. No. He doesn't not like you, just doesn't like you enough. And that's a heartbreaking thing to come to. But don't you deserve someone who likes you more than you like them or yeah. as much as you like them? You have so much love. You're such a loving person, I can tell. Like, yeah. you're so fucking cute and sweet and open. You got over your ex. Yes, perfect. We've just crossed the line a little too far into the rebound now. Yeah. We, th this was not a hopeless thing. This was not a not productive thing. You got over your ex, which is great. Yeah. But totally. now let's get over this guy. You got to start telling yourself he doesn't want to date me because you would know by now and you deserve someone who wants you. Yeah. Do you think she fully just stops texting him back or do you think she gives one text where she's like, hey, I, I triple texted you. You didn't respond. Like, and I kind of said earlier, like, I feel like I have like feelings for you. I need this to move like more seriously into the serious direction pretty quickly or like we need to stop it. No, I say you say that if he texts you. But did she leave it on the three texts? No, he's now, she hasn't, he's now. He hasn't responded. No, she has not responded to his text. Oh, I thought times. she had. No, that's her revenge for him not responding to her triple text. So she, he's texted her three oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you have to text him. Yeah. And you have to say hi. Don't make it like, but this is like our barista thing. We don't make it confrontational or like mean. He didn't do anything wrong. No, I think you just state your place. Just state your place in a nice way though. Just say like, hi, miss you, love hanging out with you. Sorry, it took me a while to get back. Anyway, I am- Oh, but you don't think you say like, I was feeling a little hurt. Like you don't think you address the hurt? I don't think you address the hurt. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I guess I'm like trying to, because you already spent eight months on this thing. I'm like, let's be as efficient as possible. Yeah, let's I get it done. You, you have to like, move on. I think you just say like, hey, like, I really want this to be a serious thing. I texted three times. You didn't respond. That really hurt my feelings. That's why I haven't been responding. Wait, no, you're confusing me now. So he, okay, let me explain what happened. She texted him three times. Yes. All ignored. So oh, then, and then he responded so then, three times? No, then he, like, without acknowledging those texts, has texted her four times since then about different shit. Oh, and I she thought has that those were your texts. Those. Okay, that I missed. Ugh, what is with me today? No, it okay. was, I, I just, it That was, was confusing. It was, it was confusing. Was it, or was it me? Whatever. Okay, no, I don't think that you, I still don't think that you acknowledge the hurt. He knows now that because you're ignoring him, that's you acknowledging the hurt. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. And that's you fair. have, take this. You don't even have to admit that you've been pining over him for months and months. You can say like, oh, that was kind of my sign that you're not that into it. Like somebody who likes me a lot wouldn't have left me totally. unread. He knows that that kind of ticked you off and that's why you're not responding. Don't have to be passive aggressive anymore though. Don't Definitely don't just stop texting him. That's what I would say if he left you unread is stop texting. You need to just say, hey, I really like hanging out with you. Sorry, Mr. Text. Um, I just feel like I'm looking for something more serious. I'm looking for exclusivity. And if you're not, like, I got to kind of yeah. skedaddle. Don't even leave it open. Don't say, like, if you're not. He's shown you that he's not. If he's going to make some grand gesture and say, no, I'm kidding. I'm, there's a 2% chance that he does that. He'll do it. So you don't have That's to leave so the window. Smart. Don't leave yeah, the door yeah. open for him. Don't say, hey, respond if you're interested. He's not, unless he does. So just say, no, that's so smart. I'm ready to move on, but so nice knowing you. I need to take a little time before we can be friends too. Yeah, and this. don't, this is the last thing and then we're gonna do the next call. Don't, you can't have sex with him because the sex is good. Yeah, don't fuck him. Which sucks because unless unless he's gonna come in and you're gonna, you guys are gonna become a thing, then you have sex again, yeah. but otherwise you gotta say goodbye to that yeah. good sex. Girl, you'll know. With a guy who really likes you, you'll know. You deserve it. Um, hi. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I'm going to not say my name just because I'm scared. Um, <laughs> also, I have to add that, hi, Talia. I'm the one who DM'd you on Instagram at some point and said, OMG, I love your stuff and our grandmas are best friends. So that's me again. But I am now a regular listener of the pod. Hi. And Aww. basically, I'm a college student and I've had this really interesting last few days. Uh, basically, I've gotten very close to this girl, uh, who I've always wanted to really be friends with for the past, like, month. We've gotten pretty close. And about three weeks ago, I was like, oh my god, I think I might have a crush on her. And before this, I wasn't really sure on my sexuality. And so, basically, over the last three weeks, I've realized I have a massive crush on this girl. I'm definitely not straight. <laughs> um, all the things. Great. And a lot this. of people encouraged me to say something who had like seen us interact. It felt like we were being very flirty, like FaceTiming until one in the morning, many nights in a row and 
texting a lot and all those things. And so at a party over the weekend, I kind of walked up to her. We were both pretty drunk and was like, hey, like, do you ever think this might be more than platonic? And she basically responded and was like, I'm too drunk to talk about this right now. And I said I'd bring it up again. And then the next day we had to, like, interact. And it was just really horribly awkward. And then I asked her to get dinner and she said no. And then I cried a lot and I just feel super like confused and I'm not sure what to do because obviously like I like her romantically, but I also really like her as a friend and I value that first. But this is just so complicated and weird for me because it's another girl. And also we know so many of the same people because like college is just so like that. And like I was talking to someone about it who like could confirm that she didn't, wasn't blackout and remembers but also wouldn't tell me any more details for, like, betraying confidences. And I just don't really know how to go forward. She left for Thanksgiving. I'm going to go home, and, like, we're going to come back. But I keep wanting to, like, text her and not doing it, and I just, I'm not sure what to do. So any advice about how to move forward with this would be great. Love the pod. Thank you, guys. Damn it! Hi! Hi! This is the most freshman year of college situation. And the thing is, it's like, the thing is, like, you just, there's too many variables on her end. Like, this could be about you and her. This could be about her also not knowing about her sexuality. Like, you just can't know. And I think for your own, but, like, the thing is, it's either about her own sexuality or it's about her feelings towards you. Either way, it doesn't sound like she's in a place to be with you right now. And so I think you kind of have to bite the bullet. And, like, I I feel like this is the thing I used to think when I was younger. Of like, I would rather be, I would, like, I feel like people do this thing where they like someone who they were friends with, where they were like, I, it's more important to me to stay friends with them than to like risk it by having it. I don't really think that's an option. You like them. Sorry. It happened. You've crossed over. Like, I don't think you can like, I don't think you can like go back now and be like, if you were to like stay friends, it would hurt. I think it would really hurt. I agree. First of all, hi. Hi. I won't tell my Nana about this. <laughs> Don't worry. She thinks that this is a radio show. There's <laughs> <laughs> other time my grandma called me because she couldn't get the video to work. Wait, what? On my old podcast, she oh. called one time and was like, I can't get the video to work. And I was like, Oh, and she thought it was just audio. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. My Nana, like, every time she's in the car, she's like, Will you please turn on my granddaughter's radio show? And the guy's like, What that channel? That is so <laughs> funny. Like, you're stern. Oh, she my God. She doesn't know what it is. That's um, so funny. So, yeah, this is between us, girl. Um, okay. Yeah. I think, but I, okay. There's something to be said about the fact that you've made this discovery about yourself. Huge. Huge. This is not a lost, um, co- or what, no. what did we say last time? Like it's so not like an unproductive waste. conversation. This yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is not a waste. Totally. None of this was a waste of time at all. Nori, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? No, not even a little bit. What just happened? I said, no, not even a little bit. <laughs> In this exact voice. What are you talking about? Clear hour. (laughs) (laughs) The condensation. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. um, I think that you've discovered something new about yourself and as scary and weird and annoying as this part is. Yay. Yay. And it's going to open up new doors. And guess what? Since this is your first girl crush, this might be the beginning of like a whole new era of now you have a whole other group of people first, that you can be yeah. into and you're going to start noticing that so and i do think that the first crush you have when you're figuring out your sexuality breaks your brain into a million pieces right? fries it down into like a syrup hardens it into a crystal shatters it and then like snorts it in a line like it's like literally it drives you so fucking so, crazy i had no idea the gay experience was <laughs> like that i feel like your first crush is when you're like because it's like the weight of like figuring out your sexuality, you put yeah. so much on those crushes yes, that of it's course. like you go insane. And then you look back on them when you're an adult and you're like, What? Like yeah. <laughs> now my first crush had me crying and screaming to bed all yeah, I mean, night I think long. And that was a straight thing. So I can't even imagine what it's like yeah. to reconfigure your entire sense of self and also yeah. be obsessed with somebody. Having a crush is the pits. It sucks. But it's also so fun. The most important thing I can tell you is you I don't want you to feel guilty at all. You did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. wrong. You didn't mess this friendship up. You didn't do anything wrong. Like it's the minute like, you got feelings, it was kind of a little bit doomed. You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, though. I don't. But you did not, anything if wrong. The friendship cannot be salvaged. Like that's also, not if it, you. If it ends up being that you don't, you guys have like a little space because it, this made it uncomfortable because you didn't know how to navigate these conversations yet. That doesn't mean you're going to become. You're not going to become friends in like six months. I'm not saying this dooms the friendship forever. Yeah. I just think that like you can't immediately right now this semester or maybe next semester go back to being like 
what you were like the facetiming every night like that it's just not gonna work but like it could become something later down the line as friends you know you just don't know you, you don't never know. know what's gonna happen but i think you need to take the pressure off of it like viewing it as is like an acute situation right, right now it's just it can't be in terms of action items i know it's past thanksgiving but you don't i don't know if you texted her or not i hope you didn't but if you did that's also it's great it's fine it's a crush watch, watch we get an update and things. it's like we're actually getting married like right. they're already together we're we like totally know. wrong but like my read on it jake said that there's options maybe this person's also figuring out how they feel you don't know they don't write it off as they don't like you but assume that they don't so that you can be in too. Yeah, yeah, Move yeah. on. I think that you need to not text anymore. Be civil, be nice, but just yeah. put it out of your mind and go and try to look other places. Like look, totally. like, oh my God, how exciting. And a whole new part of your world has opened up. Very scary, very complicated. But while you put this on the shelf, try to focus on the new aspect 100%. of like a new community that you're part of. New friends that you could find who align with you on this and who, you know, new crushes that you can have. Like, yay. New world, opening your eyes. Totally. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Um, I hope that this, yeah, like th you're going through a lot right now and I hope that it, it, I know it's going to like blossom into a beautiful thing, like what Tanya yeah. just said. And I hope that you don't, this acute situation with this one person doesn't make that too hard. Yes. You know? But it's, but it's not your fault that it's going to be hard right now. No. You're just having that moment, but like it's going to be good. Like we're sitting yeah. here telling you. It's going, this dating is going general, to be great. Like dating in general, dating and hooking up in general is so awful in early college because everyone just got like in a shipwreck and is yeah. like clinging, like no one's stable. No yeah. one knows who they are. No one knows what they are. And you can't like date when you don't know who you are. So exactly. I feel like that, like that time is so miserable for that. It's so hard. It's why it's so messy, why the drama is so good, why the gossip is so good. But it's like everyone's losing their minds. But the, I think that the worst thing that happens to some people in college is developing a crush or getting in a relationship the second they get there yeah and their whole college experience is there's defined. always that one girl who's crazy for the same guy all four years of college all four years or somebody i know somebody who started they were holding hands orientation the second day like they had met during orientation held hands the second day dated till junior year that's crazy insane and that person has never been single ever since but like you can't tell me that that person's whole freshman year was like what it should have been in my opinion i no, think that you totally. should be single for a little bit just a little in college come on so i think for the it's for the best even though you can't see that right now 100%. take it from your elders it's going to be fine it's good that you're single yes. right now Congratulations. It's, you've discovered something new about yourself you don't want to get right into a relationship anyway you've got yeah. a zillion new options so and yay. don't view yourself as lesser than because like you they you got rejected like it just happened whatever it happens, it happens. oh my god yeah we've both been rejected more I times than we can count <laughs> Speak for yourself. No. no. Um, but I, I truly adore better. you. I it's love you so much. Me, but. Um, I like adore this caller. Thank you so much for calling. I love you too. Okay. This has been Basic Training. Thank you all for calling. We want your updates. We want your ratings and your reviews. As always, we love and adore you. We'll see you next week. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.